Okay, welcome back to Thoughts with Thoughts. We are continuing our rambling on God in the universe and <laughs> of the universe and every other thing you can possibly think of. And we're having a blast over here. So too much fun. Going on in. Normal things, you know, like God, the universe, just typical yeah. typical conversations of people on the yep, weekend. World talk. World talk. <laughs> I love that for us. It's a part two that no one asked for. We're like, here it is. <laughs> yeah, no, I literally don't care if like, like nobody listens to this. I am just having a blast. So I will that's how I know we're on the right track. <laughs> I know, right? Like, we'll both listen to this. That's all that matters. <laughs> yeah, totally. I'm like, if this is just like for us, like, I don't even care. This is fun. I'm totally into it. I know, same. I'm so happy. No, yeah, that was so good. So we kind of left off like, um, God, the universe, and you were like, okay, we need part two. I know you want. You had a lot of thoughts. I'm so eager to hear them. Okay, yes, I want to try to pick up back where you were going because you touched on so many good things. Oh my gosh, my mind is just like beating it all up. <laughs> um, but okay, so one of the things that came to me with your last spiel that you went on, um was okay so we're talking about the laws of the universe we're talking about um like god loves us type of deal um also how the universe is sort of like a mirror um and mirrors back to us a lot of times how we see the world our beliefs and all of those things and you were even touching on like you know people can even make themselves sick that way um now okay so i know i i, I don't think it annoys you or anybody else Sometimes I'm like, I always talk about this, but whatever. It's just a big part of my experience, okay? <laughs> I'm, so, into it. I'm here I'm just, for it. I'm just talking to myself. I'm just like, stop giving me crap about me saying the same thing over and over again. <laughs> um, okay. My, what comes to mind to me is um, the idea of, you know, when, to, when I went to ministry school at Bethel, the whole idea there was a lot of talk about this, like, the Bethel bubble, Bethel bubble, the Bethel bubble. And um, it was, like, a real thing. It was, like, when you were in ministry school at Bethel or when you, like, were in that Bethel world, things were happening. Like, things were lighting up. Miracles were happening. Like, you were living in this world of just, like, absolute eating, really, a lot of times. and. Um, I attribute that truly to, and there was an ecosystem where everyone in this ecosystem, for the most part, was very much convinced that God loved them enormously. Oh. And like loved them individually, enormously. And that created this ecosystem where like anything could happen. And truly anything did happen. Like anything goes there. In the way that it's like people will talk about it and people will be like uh-huh sure you know it's, but it was like no like stuff was happening there and it does happen there and I, I attribute that to an ecosystem where everyone truly believes that they are seen and loved by the mm-hmm. god of the universe and um and that's why god can love anyone yes true god does love everybody but there's something that happens when you tap into that belief. And also there's something that happens when a whole community taps into that belief. It's like 
there's now no more restriction. There's now no more resistance. There's now nothing to inhibit beautiful things to happen every single day. There's nothing to inhibit miracles from happening every single day. Because I do believe that your thinking frames up the reality that you're experiencing. Yeah. So that was a really cool thing to like actually witness. And um, it's an amazing thing. And truly like, it's a funny thing to have both this absolute, which is in my opinion that like God really is a, adores humanity. And also that not everyone is experiencing in real time. I don't know this like beauty of life or this whatever but it's like it's not necessarily like the fault of the person you know it's more just like the more you line up your beliefs and the way that you think to toward love and toward unconditional love the more that your reality is shaped by beauty that's what i've like that's what i've come to notice mm, wow yeah, like there's like there's like a safety in it and it kind of goes back to the hope thing. Like there's like hope and like the freedom to like trust and like a safety to trust. And that trust, like we were talking about in the last little episode, was like the trust is what kind of makes it happen. But in order to have any of those things, the foundation has to be love. Because, like, if you don't believe that you're loved, you're not going to feel safe. You're not going to feel hopeful. You're not going to feel free. Yeah. And you're not going to feel trusting. Like, yeah. you need to have, you need to feel at least a little bit loved in order to, like, experience any of those other things. And I love, love, love what you said about, like, the verbiage that you use, the ecosystem. It was an ecosystem of, like, mystery and love. Like, the fact that it was, like, this hopefulness that everyone carried and there's there's this uh, there's a really beautiful verse that I love that talks about like borrowing other people's faith, like borrowing yeah. the faith of others. I love that, and I actually think that that's why I love CFTN so much because there people there are so full of faith that you just can't walk in there and not feel it. And right. it's like you like borrow it, and it's like addicting. It's like yes. oh my gosh, like this feels so good to my spirit because like in this world day-to-day life like most people do not have this innate sense of like hopefulness and trust and like a feeling of being loved like you know it has a lot to do with the depression and things like that like in our bodies like our bodies don't even feel worthy of love a lot of times you know like where there's almost like a discomfort and I think that actually speaks to why people have such a hard time with meditation and yoga and quiet is because we don't feel worthy of peace Right, because right. it's like we don't feel innately lovable and so yeah. why would we allow ourselves to feel something that we don't feel that we deserve because it's like yeah. well that feels like a waste of time kind of thing yeah yeah the whole you know you don't you don't accept the love you don't think you deserve type of thing yes oh the perks of being a wallflower that movie made me yeah. cry we accept yeah. the love we think we deserve and that's in every yeah. area of life though even in our bodies like I think that's why yeah. a lot of people make themselves sick is because they're like, well, I carry so much shame within me that that's yeah. what I deserve is sickness. And that's what I, and they may not, they may not articulate that, but that's what their body mm-hmm. believes. Yeah. Yeah, totally. It, you do have to detach from that. Um, 
that feeling that you are undeserving. Yeah. You have to detach from that and just lock into love in its purest form and knowing that like love is an open resource. Love is available to everyone. Love is available on a cosmic level to everybody. And um, that's a, that is, that is a belief system. Yes. But it's, it's also, you don't have to necessarily, even in my, in my experience, you don't even necessarily have to be a Christian. Like you can, you can tap into that from your own feeling of love. Like, okay, maybe you can't access it for yourself, even just like practically for anyone. Maybe you can't access that practically for yourself because you feel like you don't deserve it. How much do you love your sister? Right, you know? right. How much do you love uh, your mom or the person that you're like absolutely you just love unconditionally? How much do you love them? You can actually tap that resource and find it through that channel, even if you think that you don't deserve it. So there's absolutely ways to sort of like bypass your own resistance to, to get there which the easiest way oftentimes is everyone who often thinks they don't deserve it, they usually love someone else unconditionally. And so tap, tap into that unconditional love there for whoever in your life that you love unconditionally and access it that way. And now know that the unconditional love that you feel toward them is felt toward you on like a cosmic level. Mm. And and, and so that's a good way to bypass if you're feeling like guilt or shame or like you don't at all deserve to experience this kind of love or does it really exist or whatever. Uh, try, try letting go of does it really exist for me? Try letting go of that and just experiment with tapping into the unconditional love that you have for somebody else and channeling that towards yourself. Mm. That's a fun exercise. Um, and yeah, it's, it's a beautiful thing because once you're there, once you've found whatever way that you find it, once you've found that, that true essence of love, it's like now now everything else one falls into place and two like it has so much less to do about what you're doing right what you're doing wrong and like you figuring out the right way to do things necessarily so that things work out for you it's now just like um like a continuous path that you can access at any point in time because it always exists for you. It never disappears. It's always there. It's always available for you to tap into in every present moment. And you can you can tap into it. And one of the things that I was thinking of even today was that so in like the Christian understanding, um, Eden was this place of for me how I frame it up it was like this place of like um play it was like this garden of like play and beauty and um and creation and creativity and all of these things and that's that's like for me 
that's how actually that's original intention that's how we're meant to live we're we're meant to live in the space of beauty and creativity and play and all of these things and um from my belief system what's even better about where we are now actually even than the original eden was that the original eden had obviously the in the metaphor in the creation story where however you want to frame that up there was the tree of the knowledge of good and evil and you know like you ate of that tree you know like these things happened get kicked out of the garden blah 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 okay that was original eden but the best part of what i believe we are in now or we have access to now which in my in my what i've come to see is that the second Eden is actually way better because in the second Eden, nobody gets kicked out of anywhere. In the second Eden, everyone's a child. Like everyone is like pardoned, you could say. Everyone has access and there's no bouncer anymore. There's no one turning people away anymore because you're not good enough. Or you're not, um, you don't meet the qualifications. No, you don't have to meet qualifications anymore. You're in. You're in. Are you talking you about are you talking about like second coming, like second earth? No. Like I'm new earth. Talking, I'm talking about a reality that you can experience on any given day. Oh, like right now, like the peace that like yeah, like the state of rest. Yeah, the state of rest that you can experience on any given day. And what what that allows for is this like come partake of the love that is accessible to you at any given moment like it never disappears for you it never evaporates because uh you didn't meet qualifications or you you did something wrong or whatever like it always exists for you to tap into and that's why from my belief system and perspective and feel free to like clarify if i'm like if i'm going on a crazy tangent but for my belief system, like, it's like, that's why the second Eden is so much better than the first Eden. The second Eden is that the father's table is open. You can come and go as you please. Eat at the father's table. It's all open for you. And like, you can, you can receive of all that exists, like, and like have your fill. And, right. and there's no... There's no like bouncer, there's no guardrails, there's no like, well, you didn't quite meet these qualifications, so you don't get to partake, partake of the um, unconditional love, unconditional acceptance, unconditional um, like peace that is available and accessible truly at any time. Like truly at any time, you can tap into that resource that is available. Right. So, yeah. It. yeah, so I, I completely agree with what you're saying through the framework of, like, and, like, I miss maybe, like, a slight, like, um, like, a slight branch off of it, but I just, I do believe that, like, all of that is accessible, like, in Jesus. I feel like if you look for it, like, in the world, it's not gonna be, I really don't believe that it's gonna be, like, as endless or as, like, you know, like there's going to be as much depth because like we can find it like accessing it through other people. I do believe that where it's like, 
oh, like access, like, for example, like when I have a client who's like, has never talked about their belief systems, like I'm never going to talk about mine. So I usually like always talk about, you know, like I'll kind of do a very similar thing where it's like, okay, well, think about someone that you love. Think about someone that loves you dearly. Let's have a conversation with them right now about this topic that you're struggling with and what would they say to you? And like, I think accessing it is absolutely so, so, so powerful. But I think like the endless tap that you're kind of talking about with the rest thing, like personally, I have only found that through like, you know, God, but I know some people definitely probably feel like they have found it elsewhere. And, you know, maybe everybody needs something different, but with my, my framework, I feel like with what I believe and what I've found, it's like, oh my gosh, like I've only ever found that with Jesus. But, you know, I think obviously there's people who are always going to feel differently. Like, oh, I found it through whatever, you know, I found it through whatever else. But I love what you said about like, it's like an endless tap into like, it's almost going all the way back to like the rest concept of like between striving and stagnancy where it's like, okay, like I'm just going to access this right now. Like I don't need to like do anything. I don't need to perform. I don't need to, you know, cause like the whole like gospel of grace is like anti-performance you know it's like obviously it's like against like what like the performance thing where oh I have to do all these things I have to be all these things whatever so in that way I totally agree um but I love that fun conversation I love this I know I love it reaching like the edge again which is a really really fun place to be it's so fun I love it yeah and I love playing with this with you it's like it's a blast for me so thank you I know me too it's so fun yeah thank you I appreciate it because I feel like a lot of people like like I said they don't want to go there yeah it's like like, so fun for me because there's things that I don't know you know like I don't for anyone who anyone who doesn't want to go there like we'll go there right (laughs) like regardless if we're going there from like a very knowledgeable place or not we'll go there you know exactly that's that's part of the fun actually is to not be super knowledgeable on some of these things where I'm like oh like I don't know like what do I what do I sense what do I feel kind of talking about like feeling into our bodies about things you know where it's like oh like maybe like I don't know if I agree with what I just said or I don't know like let me let me kind of think about that and that's why (laughs) poor you you experience like so much of my external processing every day I'm like like, every single day I'm like well, okay, so I'm. I think about this. Like, actually, I don't know if I agree with what I just said. <laughs> Back up. <laughs> so, it's oh my so God, I love it. I love it's it. fun. I actually process better when other people are externally processing. So it's it's a great combo. It's like double. Um, I love it. Yeah. No, it's awesome. Okay, so we're we're touching something so massive, and that that, that alone is fun for me. So yeah. We're actually touching. We're actually touching like uh, theology now. Right. And I am by no means a theologian, of course. Like I would never claim that. Me either. Um, I have, I have, you know, read the Bible a lot, a lot, a lot. Doesn't make me the smartest person in the room by any means, but um, it does. Um, I, I think I'm willing to admit that I, I've had um, an in-depth experience with much of the Bible. And that, I feel like from that place, I, I love to 
um, tapped and touched different places um, that I've experienced with theology and things like that. So, okay, so back to what we were saying, um, the whole endless tap thing, you've only found that through Jesus. I've also only found that through Jesus. Um, I, like, I think Jesus is the endless tap. Um, it's, there are other ways, in my opinion, like, okay, so I love to listen to, like, podcasts. I listen to a lot of podcasts with people who are into psychedelics, who are into the divine in all these different ways, you know, maybe not, like, a lot of times, like, with Christianity, like, it's actually more fun for me to listen to people who are not in the Christian world, because I've been so immersed in the Christian world, and I don't feel like I'm hearing anything new often when I'm right. in those yeah. places. So I'm actually prefer to listen to other realms of thought. And so there are all there are a lot of people who have tapped into feelings of love, of acceptance, unconditional acceptance, all these things through different means. Um, psychedelics is a means people have tapped into that and such. And also people have tapped into the darker things through psychedelics too. So, you know, it's right. all there. Um we should yeah. do a pot. We should do a pot on psychedelics one time. That'd be so fun. That'd be fun. That'd be so that. fun. I mean, I'm definitely not an expert on psychedelics, but it's a fun topic. I'm definitely. Um, I still have yet to try it, but I am gonna try mushrooms one day. Put that on the record. <laughs> all right. I love that you're putting it on the record. It's incredible. Um, yeah, mushrooms are a wild thing. Wild thing. Okay, back to endless tap. Um. Jesus is the endless tap that I've experienced. Um, now, there is this verse that I personally have come to be fascinated by, to love, which is this verse that is, I will pour out my spirit upon all flesh. Um, so that was a revelation to me, at least that it did not, it was not a pouring out of the spirit upon Christians. It was a pouring out of the spirit upon all flesh, which to me has I've come to interpret and see as the divine is not limited in any way to Christians at all. Um, the, the divine God is accessible, actually, and my Christian peers, especially the ones that I went to military school with, would probably very much disagree with me. But it is accessible through various means, and psychedelic, I think, is one of them, and one of the ways people have experienced the divine and do experience the divine. And um, and I don't actually, I don't have beef with that anymore. I think that's like, I mean, dude, if you're if you're gonna tap into like love and like you're gonna tap into like like especially like especially people who come to like abusive households. And like for the first time in their life, they're experiencing unconditional love. Like there is no way I'm gonna like be like you should not be doing that. I'm gonna be like heck yeah! Like you felt it. Like okay, you get it right. You see it. Like good. I'm so glad you see it. Like you're loved. Like I'm so glad that we can both like like know that that we are loved. Like I don't care that you got that here. Psychedelics. I mean, obviously right. that offends the the theology that I grew up with, but who cares? You tapped into unconditional love, you know that you're loved, like, and you have this, like, um, 
like I've listened to Aubrey Marx a lot, he likes to use the word gnosis, which is like this deep internal knowing. It's not just like a head knowing. Mm. You tap into that gnosis that you are unconditionally loved. Heck yeah. Like, thank God for mushrooms then. I'm so glad you experienced that, you know? Right. So, um, so while for me, the unconditional tap is Jesus and has been Jesus and remains to be Jesus, um, I celebrate all of the ways that people experience the, the divine and all of the ways that people come closer to love. And I love seeing that. I think that, I think there is absolutely no harm in taking steps toward love in whatever way that happens to happen. Um, right. Yeah. And so, so that's why I love opening up my language. That's why I love opening up um, how I frame things because I don't actually think it's limited to people who profess these certain beliefs. I think that it is open to anyone, truly. Although I would say, from my perspective, I think you'll find a lot of um, a lot of what you're looking for in Jesus. I don't think I could ever let that go. Right. Uh, regardless of where you come from, regardless if you hate religion, which I don't like religion either, regardless of anything, like, you're, I would never, like, I would always encourage people to, like, go down the Jesus rabbit hole. Like, I'm like, by all means, and I wouldn't even encourage, encourage people to go down the Bible rabbit hole. Like, I'm not, like, super pro-Bible. Like, I know that's, like, sounds so bad, like, for, like, a Christian to say that. But I'm not super pro-Bible. Although I love, I love the teachings of Jesus. I love Jesus. And I do think the Bible is helpful in a lot of ways. But I, anybody, any, any, anybody, um, like, never would I discourage someone to go down the Jesus rabbit hole. Because I'm like, oh, my gosh. I really think you you'll find what you're looking for no matter what it is right I think you'll find it right like like diving down that diving down that rabbit hole like it's it's it is like Jesus is such an endless to me like Jesus has shown himself to me to be such a vast endless expanse of everything love peace joy you know the fruits of the spirit everything everything that humans want like I've found it all there. Like, it's just incredible. Right. And he embodied that so well that it's like, it's trustworthy because we saw it like in the, like literally in history. Like, it's not like this is like made up. It always makes me laugh when people are like, oh, it's just a made up story. I'm like, okay, well then do you not believe anything ever that happened in any kind of history? Because there's so like countless, there's countless yeah. uh, you know, countless evidences all over, like, if you want to get real scientific about it. But but I agree with you, like, so many, so many thoughts. Oh, my gosh. You said so many things where I'm like, oh, my gosh. Oh, oh yeah. And then that. And then that. Um, First of all, yeah, completely agree about just, like, you know, not super fan of religion because it has hurt me. You know how much it's hurt me. You know, like, oh my gosh, religion is like part of the reason, you know, a lot of my family doesn't speak to me. Religion is rough. Even when you claim to be a Christian, sometimes it's like, 
a lot of times, so I actually saw this quote literally yesterday. Um, it was, people like to ask, is it biblical? Well, uh, bashing your baby's head in with a rock is biblical, but I'm more, <laughs> I'm more interested in if it's Christ-like. And I was like, oh, <laughs> and uh, I loved that because it was very anti-religion as far as like, oh, this is how you should be. And then it's more of like, this is how you would be if things were all right in the world. Like, this is how, like, we want you to be, to feel as like, you know, like the divine looking down on us, like, this is what I want for you because I love you rather than this is how you have to be or else I'm going to be angry. And, um, so I just like the verse that like kept coming to mind was like, when Jesus himself said, I am the way and the truth and the life. No one comes to the father except through me. I really do believe that to be true just because I believe that everything that Jesus said was true. But also I completely agree with what you were saying about how people access the spiritual realm in all kinds of different ways. And I 1000% believe that that happens through psychedelics most often. Like I can't even count how many times I've had conversations with people who, uh, you know, believe in God, don't believe in God, whatever. But no matter what they believe, they say that it is absolutely an access to the spiritual realm. And I completely agree with that. What I think what I think the differentiation is for me personally, and like we can totally agree to disagree, but my personal belief is that the never ending tap is available through Jesus. You can see it, I think. And like, you know, like almost like touch it, but I feel like the limitless access is through Jesus. If you want it anytime, all the time, whenever you want it. You know what I mean? Where it's like that, like hope almost like I almost, I almost view that endless tap as like, I don't know. It all goes together, right? It's all the basis of love, but I view it as hope because it's like, that's the only story that is like, that's the only story as far as spirituality goes and belief systems go or whatever that is unbeatable. Yeah. Like every other, like every other God, every other religion, every other spirituality practice or formulation of belief has been beatable and yeah. fine and has died or whatever. And like, this is the only one that is unbeatable yeah. and unbreakable. And to me, that's like having access to the tap. Do I think that anyone can see it and maybe even experience a little bit of it? Yes. But I think like the key of like, almost like the the pass key to access it anytime you want is through Jesus and that's it. And I think that yeah. that's what it meant by like, I'm the way and the truth in life. No one comes to the father except through me. That means that they can't have mm. full access to the father in mm. the way of like, like I'm your kid. Like, listen, yes. to I, need, I need to have you listen to me right mm. now. I need you to talk to me right now. That's the full access that I think can only come through Jesus. Can you access other parts of the spiritual realm and see God and maybe even feel him? Absolutely. But to have yeah. the dad to have the dad access of like my Ooh. dad. You know what I mean? Like that's my dad. Yes. yes. E card that can only come through Jesus. Oh, that is so good. So good. So two things. One of the things that popped out a lot was the story like it's the story is unbeatable the gospel story is 
whether you believe it or not, you can't deny that it's a beautiful flipping story. Right. Like, it is absolutely stunning. Like there is no story that beats the gospel story. It's just an absolutely stunning story. Even if you were to just look at it purely as a story and not even as like true, you know, like right. even if you just look at it as a story, it's a beautiful story. Like so many of the movies we watch, like so much of the stories that we love, they all mirror the gospel story. Oh, you that's know? so beautiful. The story of redemption. Like the story of redemption is, only just like continuously retold in all these different ways you know in the movies that we watch and the stories and the books we read and all of that it's just an unbeatable freaking story and yeah and like that alone like you're gonna believe in something beautiful man the gospel is there's very few things if anything i think it's more beautiful than the gospel story Right. And you even see it in like, you think of the things that people love, like Star Wars and superhero movies. Lord of the Rings. Lord of the Rings. Like all of those things, like all of those concepts are from the story of Jesus literally like being unbeatable and like back to life and like life again and hope again and love again. You know, like all those things are like it's basically a mirror. Like you said, I loved how you said that. It's a mirror for the unbeatable story. Yes, it is the unbeatable story. I, like no one can ever convince me that there's a more beautiful story than that, truly. Like I'm just like, <laughs> right. that is the most beautiful story. So sorry, that's period. <laughs> All the emotions. But, Full yeah, range it's, of emotions. It's everything. <laughs> it, it encapsulates, it's not just a positive thing. It's not just a positive story. It encapsulates the depths of human suffering, the depths of things you can experience pain on earth, pain, the depths of pain, but also like hope and this eternal hope. And like the fact that like, no matter how bad it gets, like there's always something that like, that pulls you forward. And like, and it, it, it's just, it's just amazing. And so there's that. And then there's also, the, the the Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life. And um, there is this endless life that I find in Jesus. And uh, like, and as much as I love to explore, everything I've explored, nothing comes close to the endless life that you find in Jesus. And that sounds so preachy. Like it's, I, I personally hate sounding cliche or pre- preachy. God, <laughs> it's so like that that's like an I feel like I'm like okay I'm the least likely in some ways to say something that's cliche or preachy sometimes but <laughs> I'm like true. dude that's true like right. it's true like like you can you can go a lot of different paths and realize man all these sort of dry up right but like the Jesus path doesn't dry up it's crazy like it's like that good like yeah it is it is that lovely and uh, it's fun and it's everything like it's so beyond religion it's so beyond like the way we framed up even like for me it's way beyond christianity like like i know that seems kind of like an odd thing to say no it's true it's for me it's like beyond yeah it's literally gotten like kind of goes back to kind of what i was trying to articulate earlier it's kind of it's a struggle right because neither of us are ever going to be experts on any of these things because we're just people right but like something I was trying to kind of like 
articulate earlier is like access to the spiritual realm is not the same as access to God himself. Yes. yes. And that's, that's the difference. That's the difference. Yeah. yeah. That's so good. And I love what you said because that was a similar revelation that I had, which when I was like, man, all these people are experiencing the divine. How do I like, how do I reconcile that with my theology that like, you know, no one comes to the Father except through me? My revelation was, and I think I shared this before, was that no one comes to the Father. No one comes to the revelation of God as your Father except through Jesus. Like, that, that is a revelation that I don't see outside of people who really have found Jesus very often as, like, right. God as, like, their daddy, like, the one who, like, knows them, loves them, like, unconditionally. It is not just this force or this, like, source. Like, I like to use the word source sometimes, but, like, that's a very impersonal, impersonal word. Um, like, Father, that's what Jesus is, like, like, the way to. It's, like, oh, you want to know your dad? Like, you want to know your, like, cosmic daddy? Like, that's like that you find that through Jesus, you know, who like right. constantly referred all throughout the New Testament as like my father, my father, my father, my father. Like he really I don't did he ever even say God? Like I don't barely even at all if he did, you know. I, I can't even recall anything, but something that just really came to mind as so beautiful as you're saying that was oh gosh, this can't even make me cry. How he's talking about like the the disciples are like, How should we pray? He goes, our father. Yeah. Like, yeah. I think it's so beautiful because he said, like, Dad. there was like, there was a conversion there that happened where he's like, he's ours now. Like, that's our yeah. dad. Like, rather than yeah. he goes, my father, my father in heaven, my father, like yeah. he said. And then there's this yeah. conversion that happens where that's like, I'm sharing this powerhouse of love and safety and vulnerability with you forever now. This is yours yeah. too. And you have yeah. access to that all you have to do is literally just trust that I'm good like because yeah. like believing oh. in God is not enough you know yeah like, believing isn't enough Satan believes in God too <laughs> like oh, Satan believes so God good, exists. Dude. yeah it's just like it's powerful when you have this like it's again what we were talking about earlier about the love like the depth of love and like obviously for some people it's really sad there's a pain point with the whole father yeah. thing that's like some of us you know didn't have fathers that were always there and like yeah. for example you yeah. know you know the intimate details of what happened with like my relationship you know being so close to my dad growing yeah. up and then all of a sudden not being loved anymore because of one decision that didn't even affect him you know that yeah. like even do anything particularly wrong it was just something that you know he didn't agree with and you know and he's gone and so it's really hard where it's like oh my gosh like am I gonna lose my dad if I disappoint him or if I make him mad or like if he disagrees with me it's like no like reframing that there's so much freedom in that and I think that has to do with like having access to the love that you can like give and like be your best self with is like believing that like God I don't even know what I'm trying to say like believing that like you're safe and that you can always fall you can always fall down again and it kind of goes back to what you were saying earlier about like 
It is not performance-based. It is not about, like, um, you have to do these things. You have to be these things. Like, you can mess up. He's still there. But, like, in order to, like, have that access to dad, God, you know, father, you have to, like, believe that Jesus is good. Because believing in him existed is not enough. Believing that he's good opens the father's heart. He's like, oh, you love my son? You love the person that I love? Okay, then I, like, you're, I'm yours. You're mine forever. Nothing that, you know, nothing could change that. It's so good. I'm like, oh my God, maybe we should do a part three. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> okay, so we'll see, fun. we'll see, we'll see. It's, this is like, this is, yeah, this is totally, ah, this is great stuff. Great stuff. It's like getting me high. I'm like, oh, I love oh me too. I'm totally high on this already. <laughs> oh my God, I'm so high on this. It's delicious. So it's delicious. I'm so glad you're as into it as I am. Okay. Oh, yeah. I love um, it. Dude, yeah. Even if like no one listens, I'm just like, who cares? I'm like, this is fun. <laughs> this is so fun. fun. I'm like excited. But I think people will listen, I think. Oh, yeah. We have like at least the people in your course, right? <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah. And, you're, and your buddies. Friend. The faithful listeners yeah okay. but yeah, so much here there's so much here i'm so curious oh my god there's so much here and so much that i'm really at the edge of as well like like i'm literally and i feel like we're sort of coming up to the edge of like what i've come to see and that's a fun place to be um okay so i want to bring in um you mentioned abraham hicks earlier i want to bring that in a little bit because yeah. I found a lot of Abraham Hicks is a pretty fascinating topic for me personally, um, but I found a lot of uh, a lot of wisdom about the universe through that, through Abraham Hicks teaching and stuff. I'm not gonna go totally into it, like yeah, I'm not gonna go totally into it. But um, Abraham Abraham Hicks is um, sort of like a teaching that involves like the laws of the universe and the law of attraction mostly. And um, what's so interesting to me is that, so what we were touching on is that like Jesus is the path to God is your father. God loves you. Like I love, I loved you bringing in like the whole, like the disciples asking how they should pray. And he goes, Okay, here's how you did it. Dad? <laughs> like, <laughs> like that's his like that's like how we teach his disciples to pray. Like it's like, all right, dad. Like Dad? <laughs> yeah, like that's how Jesus teaches his disciples to pray. Like that is just like the coolest thing in the whole world because it's it's like kinda cute too. I feel like so it's cute. Sweet. It's so <laughs> sweet. It is sweet. It is so sweet. And it's like I feel like that's such a that's such a like universal human craving. To just like, just like have this like unconditional love, this dad, this like parental, like, I know you, I love you kind of love. I think that's just like a universal human desire, you know? Yeah, safety. And, and I have not found that. I mean, I haven't gone all the depth into all the different philosophies and like all that stuff, but like, there's not a lot of other places that offer that like that's pretty like jesus and jesus alone is the one who teaches that like like 
like so Abraham Hicks that's where that's why I brought in the Abraham Hicks example because Abraham Hicks teaches a lot of and I'm not, I, I actually have gained a lot through Abraham Hicks so I'm not like comparing to like say all of Abraham Hicks like I actually have learned a lot but Abraham Hicks like it frames up source which is this you know cosmic like creator and um, refers also to it as like inner being and all that stuff so there is somewhat like this personal thing going on there too true yes but um there's a totally different experience of experiencing the divine as this like cosmic creator force that can help you in your life to that that's like that's a very different thing like yeah very different like it's one thing to have a god that's this source this creator this creator that like continues to create things and like you can tap into that and like abraham hicks will use like the energy that creates the world um you know like you can tap into this energy that is like literally moving the planets like uh yeah you want to do that you know like why would you not you know like so like but it's like that's actually not what the human soul I believe is designed to desire like the human soul is actually designed to desire relationships Mm. not not just be like an artist creator like you're you aren't meant to be a creator like first and foremost you're designed to be a son or a daughter like you're designed to be a loved child you're designed to be a receiver maybe even more so than a creator yeah yes yes and I think, and then out of who, that, maybe out of what you receive, you create. Yes, and people who are um, maybe only spiritually minded and not necessarily like, like, uh, connect with the whole like Father God Jesus thing. Um, they see themselves, from what I've seen, as like artists, creators, like fellow co-creators with the universe all of those things which is awesome like we are co-creators of the universe i think too like i totally think that right that's not gonna satisfy your soul probably Mm. like your soul wants to be loved like you want to be loved more than you want to just make shit you know (laughs) right and that actually goes back to what we were talking about so beautifully about striving versus rest yeah. You know, like, like you're, if you're in a state of striving, like you're going to have band-aids over the parts of your soul that are hurting. Like it's going to do like a little bit of good and it's going to make you feel good for like however long you're doing the thing, you know, yeah. but like, it's not going to like give you that rest state where it's like that tap, like we were talking about the, the access to rest that you yeah. can tap any time. Like striving feels sometimes even kind of similar if you do it in certain ways right like if you're striving toward like whatever like oh of course like I am resting but like secretly you're like your mind is racing or you're trying to create and you're trying to be in that performance kind of energy um but I love 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 what you said about God being compared it's almost like what everyone views the divine to be universally versus how we view God as believers being I I wrote something down while you were talking it's power like both of them have power right but it's either power with 
the personal vulnerable intimate love or power without the personal vulnerable Mm. intimate love yeah and it's like if you have like a powerful father but that doesn't love you very much that's gonna make you feel like you can do anything and create things and like do the things you know that you want to do but you're gonna be in performance for the rest of your life because you're not gonna feel safe to go to your dad when you really need something that's not that's not money or you know expense or like performance based and like you think about like the kids with the dads that are super powerful but disconnected that's heartbreaking and we have like a dad like a a god that wants to be a father it's like the difference between like a a oops father and a you know a being that's wanted to be a dad their whole life like it's like so beautiful like the fact that like each each mentality is touching something that is true of god right like abraham his thing is like what they're saying is technically true it's so close but it's not on the mark because they're missing the intimacy of relationship and the vulnerability of the love that's there like they can touch the love a little bit but it's not the depth it's not the same depth yes um and i also think that um Gosh, there's so much to say around that. One is that um, I don't know that everybody is ready for relationship or vulnerability there. And I think that that is why I love that there are other places where people can experience the divine without feeling like they have to dive into the whole Jesus world. Um, Because I actually want everyone to come as close as they possibly can to love, um, regardless of wherever they are in life. And um, in creation, creating with God, creating with the energy of source, creating with the energy of the energy that creates worlds, like that, you are connecting with divine energy. Like there is an absolute tap there as well. Like that is like absolutely a beautiful experience. I've been in that. It's so fun. It's so invigorating. You feel life coursing through you. It is, it's, there's life there truly. And like, so I am a huge proponent of that. Like, I really am. Um, yeah. But I know as well that, like, there, for, like, I need a place where I can just go, I just need to be loved. <laughs> yeah. I just need to be loved right now. I <laughs> am sad and I need to be loved. Like, I need to be held. And, um, yeah, like, I need... I need my, like, my, like, my dad. Like, I need my, like, the one that I know is always unconditionally there for me. And, yeah. um, and it's not just when I'm, you know, creating or, like, having the energy of life flow through me. It's also when I'm sad and when I feel completely depleted and, like, like, I have no energy of life flowing through me at all. Like, I need to know that there's still love for me in those places. Like, like with the creation mindset, with, with, like, with all of that, it's like, you have to keep creating, keep experiencing life. Like, you're stuck in like striving mentality. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of times you are. And it's like, it can be beautiful. You can enter a slow state. It's all awesome. And, but it's like, what happens when you, when you like, 
it's really the hug, you know? <laughs> right, right. Because it's like, it's like, you know, oh my gosh, so much to say. So much to say. This is so fun. Um, it's kind of going back to like a lot of like inner child concepts too, where like we actually are still very much our young selves on the inside. And like, I don't really care how cringy that sounds. I'm like fully aware that it does sound cringy, but like, it's also completely true (laughs) where it's like, like a lot of the work that like any therapist, like there's a million different modalities. There's actually infinite different ways of practicing therapy. You can do any combination of any of the modalities out there. But one of the main ties is inner child work because we were created with this like beautiful innocence within us that always to some extent dies and like getting that back and like restoring the innocence is like where the healing is found even in therapy that's the whole thing that's the whole gospel is that god restores our innocence because he knows us best he's the only one that's able to do that we don't even know what we need sometimes as far as like like i want this back this part of me you know and I don't know. I just think there's like something really beautiful about that, about just like getting your innocence back, getting your, um, I don't know, like your truest self back. Cause when you fall down, oh, I remembered where I was going with that. Cause like when you fall down and get hurt as a kid, like your most natural, like, you know, babies cry for the, a parent or like a caregiver, like they reach, you know, it's like, oh my gosh, like I'm like so scared right now. What just happened? Like, I don't even know what's going on. Like they reach and like, that's still what we do. But as adults, we just call it coping. (laughs) Like we like have really unhealthy coping mechanisms a lot of times where it's like we reach for other things or other people or whatever. But like, that's the difference. I think a lot of times with like God is like, he wants to be reached for. And it's like, you know, we all are going to reach when we're hurting And so like having access to that specifically, a God that loves you, no matter if you did fail him or fall down or whatever you want to call it. um, It's just such a different concept than anything else I've ever heard. And it's what made me kind of like hold the belief that I have, which is like Christianity because, well, believer, you know, whatever you want to call it, Jesus, (laughs) Jesus, Um, because it's like the, the only like divine source that cares about you even when you don't perform well mm-hmm. and like even when you're yeah. like you're like he's kind of like bummer but I still love you it's okay right. you know like it's just the safety it's the safety that yeah. we're talking about is, and like is there anything more beautiful or lovely than knowing like despite how good or bad you are at any spiritual practice like that you're left like is there anything better than that? Like, like no. seriously, like, <laughs> that is like the most fundamental human need, which only points to like, in my opinion, how you're designed and you were created. Like, right. like you were clearly created to be in relationship. You were clearly, clearly created to be loved. Like, why else would you have such a crazy need for that? Like, if we're all like if we're not experiencing it we're clamoring for it right right and it's like that's you know such a source of depression is like I feel alone I don't feel loved you know it's like it's it's devastating there's nothing more devastating than feeling like you're completely alone 
And like, you know, this whole kind of last probably like 10 minutes when I've been mentioning things, it's totally verging on like cliche and cringe. But like, there's a reason why it's cliche and cringe because it's usually true, right? <laughs> like, it's yeah. like, there's truth to it or else we wouldn't say it so damn much. But yeah, yeah and- like, so I'm feeling myself almost kind of like, ugh, like, I wish there was a better way to say what I'm like thinking and feeling. But yeah, I'm feeling kind of like what you were feeling earlier, where it was like, oh, like, I wish I could say this in a different way that was fresh. Yeah, you know, right. Okay, so we're about to, we're about to come up on um, our hour. So I think okay. we should close it up. Let's close but it up. Finish one up. of the things I want to say at the end is that um, there's a difference between parroting something that is just said and cliche and preachy and you know, whatever. And like reiterating something that you know because you've experienced it, like like there's like a depth to that, right. you know. And like right. even though you're saying things that like may seem to you like preachy or cliche or cringe because like yeah I know like whatever, like, you know that's what they say or whatever. But it's like no, like you're reiterating this because this is a felt experience for you. That carries weight in and of itself, you know. We're not, you and I are not saying these things because these are what we're supposed to be saying. Like, like, <laughs> like you and I are not built like that. Like, no. we say things because we feel them, know them, experience them. And that's a, it's a different world, I think, than just repeating a cliche or thing, or thing that you're supposed to say. And I think having enough freedom to veer into the Christian world and veer out of it and veer back into it allows you to speak from a place of deep experience and a place of true honesty and true felt experience to where I think that like when you talk I don't hear cliches I hear no like this is this is what I like have felt and know you know and that's a big difference right I'm so glad because it's like so important to me like think that's one of the reasons why we connected even like in like end of junior high beginning of high school is like authenticity is like a principle for like both of us where it's like if I'm not being authentic I'm upset with myself and with life and like everything it's like I want to always make sure that I'm staying 100% like real with myself and like real with anyone that I'm even like talking to but especially like about a concept that means so damn much to both of us you know but We need to end. Um, do you want to do like a third part? We can make it short. <laughs> yeah, sure. Let's do okay. a quick third part though, because yeah, I think I think we should do another podcast like in totality. Yes. Like, back in. Yeah. But, um, yeah. You want to do a third part? Are you down for that? Yeah. Let's do it. Okay. Okay. Let's All call right. this one. Cool. Okay.